This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me You not gonna do nothing, you are not above me I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know What is poppin' everybody? And welcome back to another special episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Well, you know, it's me and my only friend, which includes, but it's not limited to, my boy Guapo. What's poppin', baby? It's been four days. It's been four days. Four days since I've played cash. Oh my god. This might be the longest I've gone without playing, and this just goes to show me i guess how much i miss it and how much i love it are you just hurt from what happened in the tournament uh yeah i was thinking about what i was gonna do with like six or seven hundred thousand dollars ah well first was 1.3 well i sold half so oh okay 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 net life understand understand what's popping guys what's going on in the building today why are you standing i'm not you look like you're popping a squat i'm not standing i have my but Look, that's a nice shirt. Yeah, you got there. But I was showing the shirt I like off. that shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the shirt's kind of popping. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Vives gave me this, and he told me to give it away, and I looked at it. I was like... It's got like a 90s... Uh, um, like feel I'm not giving that away. A little graffiti art. I yeah. fucking love it. It's yeah, so it's dope. Sick. That is nice. A little big for you, though. Cut you your know, might have to fill there. it out a little. Well, what you mean? Get, get your ass in the gym. No, I'm good. Maybe give it to your brother. He can fill it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's a beast. He's an animal. Yeah, he actually tries. Yep, it's Ima- true. Imagine if you tried, man. I don't care. Ooh-wee. Just because Conrad you guys tried. are losers in the gym, you know? I don't, if, I don't if, I, if I looked like Conrad without doing anything ever, I would do nothing ever. Man, Amen. Yeah. Your shot looks so good. I know. I don't know if it's that soft like, for wide ball. It might be. Or, Look at that. That's beautiful. Isn't it's just laying the, way the not light, in it. White? The way the light glistens <laughs> off your... Who says, you, who says you can't wear white after Labor Day? Beautiful olive skin. That's That only refers to pants, I think. Wait, so you're just trying to say Atlanta's just been fucking up his shot for the last 18 months. No, no, no. no. I'm just saying like it looks particularly great today. All mm-hmm. three shots look in, just fantastic. Yeah. Wapo, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know if it's the way we're dressed, but man... Nice. Shag the feet. Love it. Uh, we got a great show for you guys today. We're going to get into a little bit of the G-Man's return. We're going to talk uh, a little about the MGM guarantee rug, unrug situation that's going on there, uh, as well as some updates from WPT and WSOP. But before we get into all of that, Got to get a little sliver of sports ball in there. I was going to say, you're going to talk about uh, G-Man, but let's talk about the G-Man. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Tommy Cutlets, baby. Okay, look. like, Listen, he's my new favorite player. He I, comes I, out there yeah, like this. I, I apologize. He's my I apologize to everybody who's not into sports for the next seven minutes, but there are some things going on that are like <laughs> worth talking about. First of all, uh, have you seen the picture of him and his agent on oh, the field? Oh, it's amazing! <laughs> I know, with the Italian horn. I know, I know. His agent's playing up the role. Yeah, but well, like him, obviously, him coming in a zoot suit, in a zoot suit <laughs> with the fucking. Can someone with, give me some context so I can find this? Uh, just, just search uh, Tommy. What's his Cutlets. last name? Well, Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Uh, search Tommy DeVito's agent. agent it, yeah, it, it'll come up. He was like on the field with him, literally on a Zach Morris style mm-hmm. '90s cell phone. I mean, they kept panning deals to, done right. They were like panning to like you know his family and everything and his friends in the it just looked like a like a scene from like Sopranos yeah <laughs> like it was perfect yeah, oh man pretty, pretty wild mm-hmm. um 
I think that uh, it's a storyline worth following. <laughs> Look at <laughs> that, that can't be uh, real. This is 100% real. That guy's a sports agent? Yeah. It's probably like his best friend from high school. Yeah, yeah. for sure. A hundred percent is like his best friend from high school. And he's yeah. like, hey, you want to be my agent? So, right. uh, so this is a bit of an aside, but it, but it correlates. Uh, Otani signed the biggest contract in MLB history a few days ago. $700 million for 10 years. Yeah, well, it's structured a little strange, isn't right. it? So he's going to the Dodgers. I love this, man. <laughs> uh, he's going to Dodgers. He's not really even going to have to relocate. You know, he's already in Anaheim. Short, short trip up the five. Uh, or... I don't even know if that's true. Anyway, um, the the structure of the contract is one such that it's all back-ended to after it expires. So he's taking $2 million a year for 10 years, mm-hmm. and then he's getting $680 million after the fact. Right. It, it's in, it's in, um, in $680,000 or $68 million a year for like for the 10 years 10 after years that. 10 years thereafter. Yeah. Right. Um, Genius. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Maybe. Uh, he's he's obviously giving something up to inflation and the ability to deploy that capital now. Correct. But he's saving like eighty million, uh, in in state income tax, assuming that he relocates after his ten years up mm. with the Dodgers, and he could save you know somewhere in the neighborhood of three hundred million if he relocates, like if he becomes an expat and moves to Puerto Rico, which is yeah. tax exempt, or. Uh, you know, some other places. Basically, he has a decade to figure out how to tax shelter. If, if he moves seven hundred million j- to home to Japan, then well, then who owe Japan? Yeah, right. So yeah. It, it all comes down to. I mean, basically, he has a decade to figure out his citizenship, uh, where he wants to take this money. Think of it this way. I don't know how how I feel about him getting all that money and then dodging all the taxes. I mean, you got to pay taxes. <laughs> this is what rich people do, bro. I don't, I know, know, if you, I I don't know. know if you've noticed Amazon's tax bill, but it's not very high. Yeah, it's a problem. That's ridiculous. Um, it, it's also just like, uh, uh, so imagine that you knew three months ahead of time you were going to win the World Series main event. Mm-hmm. It gives you the opportunity to establish right. uh, citizenship mm-hmm. or you know statehood, whatever, somewhere else where you can mm-hmm. get a reprieve from the right. taxes. On top of all that, um, it, it allows wiggle room for the Dodgers to right. sign other players, so they they because yeah. there's there's not a you know there's not a salary cap, but there's like certain things luxury in place, tax. luxury taxes and stuff yeah. like that. So it frees up like twenty or thirty million that they can use the capital that they can use to go out and get other players. Yeah, which you know is great if you're trying to win a championship. Huge win win. Uh, obviously, there was a lot of calculation that took place here because there is a downside to deferring that much money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just deploying the capital to earn for itself, uh, the inflation cost, all that stuff, but. Nevertheless, it did happen. Now, the reason why I brought it up after after uh, Mr. DeVito is because I was talking to uh, one of the guys that I work out with who actually p- plays in the MLB, uh, and he was saying that Oshani's agent probably made somewhere in the neighborhood of 5 to 10% of that contract. So uh, he's looking at somewhere in the neighborhood of $35 million. But it's deferred also. Oh, or at least it's assumed to be deferred, I guess. Yeah. Um, maybe not. I'm sure that, you know, they work something out. But the point is that if Conrad's right, and that is just his best friend from high school who's, you know, working the phones for him, mm-hmm. bro has a chance to get paid. Yeah. You know? Right. You got a real opportunity to get paid, yeah. especially uh, if they get Danny Dimes the fuck out of there, which... <laughs> 
Honestly, at this point, I, I really hope this isn't just like a one, like a end of the year thing. I, I hope Tommy DeVito is like a thing, and yeah, he just, you just love the Italian I swag. Mean, come on, it's amazing, right? Like I'm all for. I want to go buy a, a Tommy Cutlet shirt. <laughs> right? Who knows? Amazing. Who knows if it'll be a, our starting uh, starting quarterback next year? Probably not. We put a lot of money into Daniel Jones. I know, and. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy the the rate at which young quarterbacks get paid before they're established. Like I would imagine he was in the league for this is his sixth third year, year, right? Fourth or f- Daniel Jones? Yeah. yeah, I think this is fourth or fifth, fourth maybe fourth year. Yeah. Oh, they should start calling him Daniel Mac Jones. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I thought he got drafted the same year as Mac Jones, but I guess not. Yeah. Um. Okay, so he's off his rookie contract, basically. But still, yes. I mean, he hasn't done oh, anything. Oh, yeah, he signed a big he was, contract. Yeah, he signed one. a huge yeah. contract. Yeah, but like, 2019 was his draft year. Okay. Yeah. But why why sign Daniel Jones to a big contract, I guess, is what I'm getting at. They believed in him. They thought he was the, the future. I that, mean, he I had guess that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, just, he's not yeah. bad. It's, this injured. is what teams do, man. Teams make bad decisions, and then it costs them. You know like, who doesn't do that? Steelers. The fucking Steelers. That's why you don't have a quarterback. You know who... Bro, we had a quarterback no, for 20 you, years. Well, right. guess what? You don't have one now. You know who does do that? The Cleveland Browns. That's right. It's <laughs> also why they don't have a quarterback. Oh, uh, I got this new function, but I can't use it in real life, unfortunately. Okay. Somebody just told me I can mute people for 10 to 24 hours. 10 seconds to 24 in hours the chat? in the chat. But when you guys start talking Steelers, I was supposed to do it live. So mm. this is my way of doing it live. I, I don't You've know just what, been muted. I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> If, it's if, not working. I gotta Somehow tell it's you, not working. If anyone in the chat is of the impression that Conrad has any power, <laughs> he's muted in this show. All like, the power. Like any any say so. You anything must be out other of your than fucking like mind. being able to control the intro. I mean, you're dead wrong. There's gonna be some you're power behind mind. that hand when it slaps you in the face. I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. Wait, so is this coming down to the last two games now? No, he's gonna be gone no. before that. Listen, this how, many, is, how many games are left? Mean? Let me I ask you that. I, I can't be gone before that. You it's impossible. Can't beat Four. the Seahawks and the Ravens. So if you if lose they, the next two games, it's over. I don't know. I like I like his logic. <laughs> it's not so over until it's over. So there's four Yogi games Barra. left, yes. and Berkey needs two. No, two. he needs three. No, I need yep. two. Oh, I'm sorry. I need him to lose three. Yeah. So okay. So you got to win the next two out of four. Yeah, it's not it's not looking good, cuz I've come to grips with. The, but the thing is defense. with the Steelers, and I've seen it time and time and time again, and I just I'm don't, gonna have a I, don't sweat. I don't understand it. They're gonna win on Saturday. I don't know how they're going to win. It's not going to be Mr. Trubisky just, you know, driving the ball up and down the field. Mm-hmm. He, but they're going to find a way. They're going to scheme. Their defense is going to do something, and they're going to win a game they're not supposed to win. They're going to they're gonna score 17 points, and somehow it's going to be enough. I love your coat, man. I really appreciate Dude, it. But how many times have you seen them do it? In this time of need, I, I really... I really appreciate the support throughout the and years, the cope. Throughout the years, how many times have you seen them lose games they're just supposed to win, and then win games Bro. they're just supposed to win? Uh, thank you. Oh, sorry. That, thank you. I, I appreciate your cope. I've come to accept uh, my fate. I'm going to live with it. Uh, I think in true dramatic sad, fashion, sad, it's going to come down to the last game. I'll have a sweat. That would be even great because you know why? All we have to do is win his, one game. He has to lose to his... Um, one I, of the next three games and it'll come down to the last game. I'm positive I'll have a sweat. 
I'm also positive when we get slapped. But, <laughs> but if by some miracle, this is the equivalent of standing up like in a poker game, like when you get ready yeah. to bust out of a tournament. Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. like, percent. I know. I know what he's doing. He's yeah. just pushing his chips over. Yeah, I've already tapped the, the table. He's got the backpack on. Taking off the mic. Yeah, yeah push yeah. the chair in. Yeah, don't worry. Mm-hmm. You're gonna push it all the way in after the Colts win this weekend. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's over pair versus under pair. Uh, even though I flopped the backdoor flush draw, I'm already tapping the table. Yeah, you're like, all right, you got it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're halfway out the door. Yep. You but, have spades, and if the Colts fucking win this weekend, it's a hard on the turn, buddy. But sixteen <laughs> nine. That's what they're gonna. They're gonna win sixteen nine. Are the Saints any good? They don't play the Saints. They don't play the Saints. So who are they playing on Saturday? Colts. Colts. Are the Colts any good? Yeah, they're decent. Um, they they're they're defense now. They give up a lot of points, but we don't score a lot of points. I'm so. pretty happy that <laughs> See they, how that works. I'm pretty happy that they lost last weekend. <laughs> Because yeah. now they're fighting for a playoff spot and Minshew just gets shit done. So. Oh, my God. All right. Maybe I'm reinvigorated. <laughs> All you got to do is let Conrad talk just a little bit. Let him cook, man. Yeah. Let him fucking cook. And... You lost to fucking Brady Giuseppe last Whoa. week. Who did you lose? What was his name? Brady Giuseppe. I don't even know what the fuck this guy's name is. Brady Giuseppe. Zappy? Yeah, Zappy. Zappy. I don't even know what his first name is. I don't even know if he scored a touchdown before last week. The fact that we let Conrad have a microphone is uh-huh. is so fucking remarkable. Uh-huh. Um, Steeler right. fans. Before we before we get into uh, some of the the lighthearted news that's floating around, let's uh, let's very quickly go through a user submission in the muck. Mm. <laughs> right, does, does that mean? User submission. Well, as an, as an, I, I was waiting for Guapo to run the, the hey, thing he, that he worked he so he hard on. off guard. I didn't know where we were going with it. Um, Do it, Guapo. But, you know, he's just going to roll through the camera shots. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't want to do it, we could just, you know. Okay, so uh, we have a user submission from the good old Jewel. Um... Fan of the pod, watches it, you know, he was um, playing in the free roll, the 300K free roll that they have going on. So it's a tournament. And, How many um, day ones? Uh, there's three day ones. I'm playing tomorrow. Yeah. Hopefully we uh, you know, make a little run. 40K to first. Let's go. Um, but he got into a hand early in the tournament. So he had about 35,000 chips. Blinds are 2-4. So there's like 90 big blinds effective. Uh, I think it was like cutoff opens to a thousand. He said this player is a good player. Um, you know, he 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 knew he knew him. He plays a lot of tournaments, whatever. Um, so he calls on the button with queen jack off. That's your first mistake, I think. Maybe, yeah. Um, and they go heads up to a flop. There's twenty six hundred in the pot. Uh, Ace queen three rainbow. So he flops middle pair. Uh, Risen razor leads for a thousand into twenty six hundred. Call. Uh, turn another queen, completing the badoogie. Uh, so forty six hundred in the pot. Risen razor check. He bets twenty five hundred. Risen razor six thousand sixty five hundred. Um, yikes! Yeah, yikes! He's like, uh, what's call. the formation? This guy opened from under the gun. Uh, no, it was like middle, like mid position, okay. and then he called on the button. Um, so he calls. So now there's um, roughly seventeen six in the pot. And um, river is another three. So the board reads queen, ace, queen, three, queen, three. And he has queen jack. The guy just piles. Mm. And he's How many pots? Like pot and a half. Okay. 
and he's just like, well, what the fuck? This sucks. Like, I'm only chopping at best. He, he could have ace-queen. He could have aces. I don't want to call off my tournament life. What about king-queen? King-queen's a chop. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any queen's a chop outside of ace-queen. Um, I guess he could have pocket threes, too. Um, so he just thinks, like, I don't, want, I don't want to call off my, like, tournament life for a chop. Uh, so he folds. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you know, he's like, what, what, he's like, what would, what would Berkey do? What would Landon do? What would Hunt do in these situations? He's like, he's like, if it's a worse player, he's like, I think maybe they just like spaz out and, and maybe bluff. But like, he's like, I don't think this guy has any bluffs. So if he has no bluffs, I'm chopping it best. Yeah. This is his thought process. So this is why he's in the muck. Cause he's like, I have a really, really good hand and I'm making a really, really like, Maybe bad fold, really, yeah. really tight fold. I I actually don't think he's in the muck here at all. Okay. Uh, I'm quite confident that a queen is indifferent here and does a fair amount of folding. Okay. Uh, especially against an imbalanced range. So right. even just in theory, the queen doesn't pure call mm-hmm. because you do lose to three combos of aces. You lose to uh, three combos of ace queen. Mm-hmm. So, one combo of threes. And one combo of threes. So yeah. So yeah. there's seven combos of value that have you beaten. Right. Uh, and it's very challenging when facing pot and a half where you need to be finding like five, four or five bluff combos. Yeah. It's really fucking hard. Is it important to think, um, to consider how early it is in the tournament as well? Like you have a lot no. of big blinds. Like no. I feel like putting in that many big blinds early in a tournament seems like a mistake. Can't matter. Yeah, there, there's no really no ICM implications this early in the tournament, or very rare. I mean, very few. So you're 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 playing chip EV for the most part. Yeah, the notion that like you can pass on plus EV spots because the risk feels high. Yeah. Uh, and being wrong gets you out. Yeah, I think that's a mistake people make where they're like, you know, it's early in tournament. Like I have to preserve my tournament life. Like no, you don't. Right. Like, this is that's not the time to preserve your tournament life. Right. You need to be. You know, so this is something to be more cognizant. This is something to be more cognizant of, like as you're getting close to the bubble. Uh, well, when there's when there's ICM pressure, yeah. 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 But you know, I think you know, listening to like a lot of stuff that Hunt said, and just like once like 50 percent of the field is uh, out, that's when the ICM starts to matter more, and you you start uh, looking at risk premiums. Even even with ICM pressure, though, um, it was it Queen Jack off. Queen Jack off, yeah. Yeah, so even with ICM pressure, like the, the correction here wouldn't necessarily be folding river more than you would at chip EV. It would be folding pre, pre yeah. more. Right. I mean, I, even, even I, like I, straight I chip EV, that. like mm-hmm. Queen Jack off is probably just the fold on the that, button, but it's close. That's what I thought too, yeah. It, it's, it's close. close. It's close, yeah. Like King Jack off calls. Right. Yeah. King 10 off calls. Yeah. So like it's really close. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like one pip off. Maybe. It might not even be. Like maybe, it might mix yeah. calls. But right. the point is, is that like if there's ICM pressure... You're not go, especially if you both have like pretty decent stacks. Yeah, you're definitely going to be folding this hand pre. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more important takeaway here is like, how does this play out in theory on the river? And if this were just a situation where like out of position check called flop, or sorry, bet flop check called turn, uh, and then like check jammed river, mm-hmm. I think you have a pretty reasonable case to call off. Okay. Because you can kind of fall into bluffs. Mm-hmm. You know, he can he yeah. can potentially just, like, turn a pocket pair into a bluff. He could mm-hmm. potentially turn, uh, like, 
an ace into a bluff here. Uh, something along those lines. But he's not going to take a lead check, check raise, raise line on a clear... Like, he checks shove. turn because it's clear... There's the range is too much, right? Yeah, he checks turn because it's very clear that that's a bad card for his range. Mm -hmm. And then he faces a bet because it's a good card for imposition's range. Right. So he should expect to face a bet. Yeah. And then he chooses to check raise. So, like, him showing up with hands like... You know, King 10 here, uh, King Queen, or not King Queen, sorry, uh, King Jack, uh, Jack 10. Yeah, like these guys. Those are the bluffs. Yeah, yeah. But finding them in a 300K free roll at the jewel, yeah, it's not <laughs> probably kind of rare. Right. I would think. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. even more so than mm -hmm. like, like those are the obvious ones that you will fall into. Mm -hmm. But like, you kind of just want to have some hands that like what you're more can improve as well like so, fours yes. or fives sorry what you're mo more likely to see than a bluff is like an overplayed ace king correct right where well, it's just well that, that, and that and he recognized that too no because some on people, the turn maybe but not right. when it jams river y yeah i mean it's unlikely but i think you're you're more likely to see that than the bluff which are both are rare yeah yeah I mean, if that I, makes I, sense. I think that this is just pretty commonly aces yeah. Ace Queen. It reminds me of that hand that was played in the PCA main in like 2019, mm -hmm. where uh, I think it was, I think it was um, Athenos. Uh, he like three bet out of the big blind, and then either bet bet jammed or like check raised at some point, and then jammed river mm -hmm. in a spot where uh, the button was this woman who I think was a recreational, but I'm not positive. Uh, and and uh, she had ace queen, and I think the final board run out was something along the lines of like ace queen x queen x, and she folded to the yeah, like pot size this. jam mm -hmm. on the river. Yeah. And Asian it was like, lady, oh right? my god, was it Asian lady? Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. this. And uh, she like folded face up, and uh, Athenos like lost his mind because he had aces. Yeah, and just like tabled him, and you know. I, I specifically remember it because it was the exact same PCA main event where I folded a full house. Yes, it was. Uh, incorrectly. <laughs> um, and in that spot, it's like, okay, I think she's probably overfolding, oh, I guess. Uh, a, because he's very capable of having bluffs. Like, he could potentially turn a queen into a bluff. Uh, mm -hmm. And he certainly could have just king-queen for value. But I think her mind is she loses to both aces and kings. Right. Which is the majority of like I, those are always three betting big blind mm -hmm. king queen might not always three bet big blind you right. know and also she blocks heavily king queen right and it might just lead did he you might just lead river with king queen um maybe not i don't know but like yeah you know yeah uh, i'm yeah and the other thing is like maybe he just doesn't want to play an all-in-pot with king queen because she does mm -hmm. have ace queen in range yeah but like with kings and aces he's always going to get it in mm-hmm so actually, uh, you know, this is a much, much, much tougher fold than a double paired board where there are overboats that beat you. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a ridiculous one that is right almost never. So sick. Uh, but in this instance, you know, it was very right. Flush came in also, by the way. Oh. So it's like there's a lot of hands where uh, he could just be getting thin for worse value. Yeah. But not this time. Nope. Um, so the in the in the hand at the at the, at the jewel, at the jewel yep. um, the his opponent didn't show him, but later told him that he had aces. Oh wow! If that you know, yeah, that's he said nice. he believes him. Yeah, 
Oh, I would so, believe him too. I, yeah. I think it's a I mean, really it makes makes sense. I think it's a really good fold, to be honest, and yeah. one that he's you wouldn't be so expect happy. to see. He's gonna be so happy that he made the right fold. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. He, he said he wasn't really sure, but he felt like it was the right play. It's it's like one of those things where if he faces a small bet, uh, he has a mix between like calls and jams, and he mostly plays call. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason to jam is for the sake of so like actually in this formation he probably never plays jam because he probably just doesn't retain enough if any ace queen in range yeah uh so like you just wouldn't risk it you probably just like pure call versus like half pot or less Mm -hmm. um but in different in different formations where he could like have ace queen uh at you know maybe not a near the same amount as the opener but like at a reasonable ratio Mm -hmm. then versus small you would play like some combo between mixing and jamming and the point of jamming is to push him off a chop right um but in this particular instance where like he's at such a range disadvantage after Mm -hmm. the after the bet check raise right all in line and you're facing a big size uh he's his logic is very good yeah i only chop it best right i don't see enough bluffs in this line if it's under bluffed then the correct way to make money is to fold right right mm-hmm. um but if enough bluffs exist then obviously we have to call it some frequency you just fucking flip a coin yeah you know, get your ass out cold place just said where the hell is the jewel <laughs> that is uh, the south point hotel and casino wow. on las vegas boulevard the jewel of the south the baby jewel of the south let's go all that time in vegas and he was there missing a out. lot a lot of cowboys there is the rodeo actually at south point it's at south point okay that makes sense at south point and there are cowboys galore and they're all in there to gamble i I, on the floor and in the poker room we might have to get we might have to get t-shirts made uh that are just like the jewel of the south i I was gonna say i i literally just thought that i was like like a shirt that says go to the jewel with a giant diamond on it (laughs) actually we should do something that looks a little bit like connie's shirt except all those faces should be a bunch of OMCs. <laughs> we I just get like shirt. the age Listen, filter. The OMCs app. are only in the one two. Listen, as soon as I move to the two three, it's a whole different oh, world. Listen yeah, to this yeah. guy. You're at that Big stake follower. where they respect your raises now. It's, <laughs> Andy, made, Andy made the same joke. No, no, it's a it's the exact opposite. They don't respect my raises, right, right, right. which is so great. They play yeah. pots. They put money in the pot. Where the one two, you can't. Do anything to make them put money in That's the pot. That's true. I, can't, I came in today and Brian goes, all right, real quick before we start, I have a hand for you. And he runs me through a hand. And then I realized by the end, I've just been duped into listening to a bad beat. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I told you because I was arguing with Conrad that whether I were at three bets in theory. And two, I said two, two things. Not likely because I don't have bluffs. Two things that are wrong with that sentence. Number one that you allow yourself to get into an argument with conrad true. number two that you assumed he even heard a fucking word you said right that's like, true because the I, entire completely, argument, I completely ignored the so many times ta- like as i'm telling you as i'm telling you he's over in the uh, whole other side of the room going oh wait no i didn't hear that right no i missed whatever right exactly the entire the entire shut your face the entire me. debate is predicated on that conrad heard the hand history to begin with basically, you gotta and he things. just didn't basically you're saying I wasted five minutes of my life and five minutes and of I, mine eventually and yeah, so those 10 minutes will never get back correct <laughs> it's it's pretty much like the intro every time there's a football game <laughs> sorry you guys are welcome to fast forward otherwise welcome oh, um all right let's uh let's talk a little bit about uh some of the happenings around the the poker sphere right now so there was a tweet that started to catch a little bit of traction yesterday uh, from Hustler Gruen, uh, his name is Zach. I don't know him, but I guess he's a PA reg. 
and he's vying for the leader leaderboard on WSOP Player of the Year in Pennsylvania. He said the winner gets 11.5K and That's the nice. Player of the Year ring. Who cares? I know. Um, <laughs> late last night, WSOP restricts my account with no explanation and takes until 5 p.m. today to even send an email about it. They tell me it's a risk and a security review. A risk and security review with 20 days left in the year? Question mark. It's essentially a death sentence and cost me $11,000. Uh, the guy ahead of me messaged me last night saying he was going to the win and he was conceding the race to me. How is this remotely? Well, hold on. I don't understand. So so the guy's ahead of him, right? But but the guy's oh, going to the win oh, and can't play. Correct. So he's just going to pass him. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, he says, how is this remotely fair? I've played on the site uh, since the beginning and never once have I had a single problem with my account being deactivated. Other players have had this problem. Cheris Andrews, Brock Wilson, uh, and... I don't know who this is. W. Nunley. Um, and they said, at best, you're looking at two weeks. I've heard you could be looking at upwards of a few months. I called some more support today, and the guy didn't realize uh, he picked up, and all I heard was some side conversation with a bunch of N-bombs and curse words. Jesus. What? Well, damn. What's going on over there at support? That's the story. <laughs> Man, buried in this thread is the actual story. Like, right. customer support is just fucking on one? What's well, going well, on here? So, um, he actually just tweeted that he's back on, I believe. Okay. Tyler just told us really? that. Really? But, oh, um, good job, WSOP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that was quick. Well, we had to yeah, say it on the podcast once. I mean, we didn't no. even have to. They got to it prior. Um, one thing I do say, if like you're playing in the like, same house as somebody else, maybe even like uh, in the same room, say like like we're me, the distance between me and Berkey is probably like what? A couple hundred feet? Yeah. No, less, less, like 30 feet maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um, they will suspend your account and just remind you that you're not allowed to play um, near other people. I have a conspiracy theory. It's a weird theory. thing. No, my, my account's suspended What if... Right um, what if the person that's just trailing right behind him is like, well, if I can get his account like looked at for cheating or whatever, then right? This, this like allows submitting, me to, like, mm. so just either submitting yeah. or having someone else submit on your behalf that this person's cheating mm. could be a way to go. Oh, uh, wow. well, I mean, that's that's a thing, I guess. Conspiracy, and, and Conspiracy it's possible. Guapo over there. I mean, that's a thing, and it's possible, but like mm -hmm. that's kind of just on WSOP to to put into um, put into context. Yeah. And have a protocol in place where people don't get railroaded, right? So, like, whatever it is, if if somebody gets submitted a suspicion, either the the next for the, the the next step should either be to monitor their play for some period of time and see if the and not just suspicions are right warranted, away. yeah, and then suspend, huh. uh, right? But like, what we don't want and what we had during the initial launch of the GTO Wizard was two twofold: one, uh, no response, which is what Global did. They just let a guy play for weeks on end mm -hmm. before ultimately realizing they were wrong and then having to ban him. Or two, an overreaction, right? Like where people are just immediately getting suspended the second things are sent to support. Yeah. I, I think that both Stars and WSOP, as far as I understand it anyway, have been handling it pretty well internally where they allow some evidence to mount while monitoring uh, the play. Uh, the, I, I'm assuming, right? I, I'm just speculating that they're actually monitoring. Um, but it seems as though in both instances where people were accused, it was a few days of people <laughs> making submissions and then them ultimately arriving at the conclusion that there was enough suspicion and enough suspe suspicious activity to look into it. Okay. Some were uh, acquitted uh, and then others were obviously eventually banned. Yeah. So I, I think all in all, you know, we haven't really revisited this conversation much uh, since the initial spike of people getting caught a few months ago. Um, 
all in all, it seems as though WSOP and Stars are doing a pretty good job of handling it. Now we don't know all the details, so like I don't know to what degree uh, they're doing a fantastic job, an average job, or a poor job. But from the public perception, it seems like things are being handled relatively well. Uh, and it was only Global really that dropped the ball. Yeah, what their process is moving forward now that they, you know, kind of fucked off and took a lot of heat for it, we don't know. Um, but we'll find out, you know, because I, I'm sure that Project Baby won't be the last to try to be lazy and just GTO wizard the entire game. Um, but yeah, worth seeing. Anyway, congrats to Zach uh, on what seems to be his player of the year run. Yeah, uh, it yeah. sounds like Zach. he's back on and in a position to, to take it down. Uh, this player of the year is the consolidation of them and us, or is it like just Pennsylvania? Just Pennsylvania. Okay, so there's going to be one for Nevada as well. Yeah. Nevada's slash jersey right okay so there's three player pools uh michigan which is isolated and this is only wsop not stars michigan which is isolated pennsylvania which is isolated and then nevada and new jersey which are combined okay for stars uh michigan nevada or, or sorry michigan and new jersey are combined there is no nevada and then pennsylvania is uh isolated yeah so for both of them there's only um two markets but or, or sorry, three markets, but uh, they're they're a little bit different with the overlap. Um, shoot, I was going to say something else about WS. Oh, I was just going to read the tweet that he's back on. Never mind, it doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah, shout out to Danielle at WSOP, the entire community for lighting a fire and supporting the cause. We're back, baby. Uh, special thanks to Brock Lesnar, who, besides having the most beautiful shark scope I've ever seen, can also move mountains. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um... It's good to see some goodwill in the community. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. Uh, okay, so let's give a quick update then from uh, the Bahamas. Uh, WSOB main event hit the guarantee. They had no overlays as far as I can tell. Uh, Kev Math tweeted an hour or two ago that there was a little bit of registration left and they had just crossed the 3,000 player mark. Uh, so congrats to them. Smashing nice. a 50... Not smashing, but like hitting a 15 million guarantee. It's lofty. Not easy to and we do. definitely thought that like it was going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, Bahamas are expensive. Vegas is calling. They're up against a 40 million guarantee that's probably just going to obliterate that number here in, mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. So uh, I think that it's worth paying kudos to the WSOP for putting on a winter series that for a long time we've all been begging for. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to go to Rosgadov. Nobody ever wanted, you know, when... So it used to be WSOP Australia slash Europe, and it would alternate. And WSOP, WSOP Australia may not have ever been, like, that huge, but people fucking love that trip. Yeah, I bet. You know, going to... I don't remember if it was in Sydney or Melbourne, but it doesn't really matter. Like, Down just, under. It's a long trip, but like, what a what a great place! I miss the Aussie Millions terribly. Um, you know, WSOP being able to kind of like do their winter fall series there uh, every other year was really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Europe, I don't remember where it was it be- prior to Rosgadov, but I know that it drew a lot more attention prior to Rosgadov. Wasn't it in London? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like I'm not sure because uh, I've never I've never done much. I've never done anything when it comes to like the EPT outside of Bahamas. Yeah. Um, so I know like some of the major stops and I'm only saying EPT because of venues, not because there's any correlation to WSOP. Right. Um, but I only know like a handful of the stops and yeah, it could have been in London. Uh, I don't think it was in Paris. I'm pretty confident Prague. it wasn't in Paris. 
it might have been in Prague. Prague sounds familiar. It may have been. Um, I, I'm not sure. But anyway, it seems as though like once it moved to Kings, uh, it, it kind of lost a little of the luster. Bringing it to the Bahamas, which is a very familiar trip, especially for the uh, Americans. You know, we, we've all been to PCA over mm-hmm. the last 20 years. Right. Taking it to the Bahamas is kind of sharp. Yeah. You know, it's not that long of a trip from the East Coast. It's no. pretty easy to get in and out. Obviously, every year we have those warnings of like, hey, dummy, don't fucking carry cash. You know, there's a lot of uh, annoyance going both ways if you're not smart about this stuff. But it sounds like with the app, uh, they're doing a good job of onboarding people and incentivizing them to, you know, just be cashless. Dude, mm-hmm. you could have lo- loaded your app with Bitcoin. Really? Oh, that's really strong. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's fucking dope. Yeah. Wow. That's that's Your really account, sharp. Bitcoin, like that's pretty just do- Bitcoin or other forms of crypto? Um, I'm unsure. Yeah. Maybe uh, well, maybe they got a little lucky with Bitcoin uh crossing the forty K yeah. mark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right in time little, for the series. Extra juice there, kiddos. Yeah. Uh yeah, and I mean like, you know, shout out to Stars too. They did a great job with PCA with the app and everything. Uh, I know like when we decided to go down there this past January, they made it very easy, gave us wiring instructions. Like it was real simple to get money there as long as you had, you know, money to move, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now they didn't have the crypto option. That's fantastic. Uh and I wonder I wonder how much uh do you know anything about Rob's uh Luxon pay? What about it? Do you well I know it's like um I know it's like a payment processor, but do you know if it has any link to crypto? Like, are you able to to upload crypto to your wallet and then just use that? I'm trying to think about it because I was playing with it last year, but I don't think there was a crypto option. Well, Rob, option. if you're not using a crypto option yet, may I suggest, you know, branching out a little. Yeah. yeah get I'm not, I'm get into the, sure. the tech age, you know? We all got USDT just sitting around collecting <laughs> dust. <laughs> We're ready to move it, baby. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that like when it comes to these international tournaments, the more that these stops are willing to facilitate things like crypto transfers, because like exchange rates are annoying, uh, moving money. I know when I went to the Bahamas, not this past time, but a couple of times ago, uh, it may have been two years prior or something like that. Um, I needed extra cash. Actually, it might have been this past time because yeah, Henry was the one yeah, uh, who was, was trying to help me time. out. Yeah, so I needed extra cash, and I tried to send a wire from my bank while I was in the Bahamas, and they fucking froze my account <laughs> and made me physically go into the branch Jeez. to unfreeze it, all because I was trying to initiate something from outside of Nevada. Yeah, and it's like okay, well, this is going to be a painful process, like if you underprepare. Mm-hmm. Um, wait what Zach says unreal Berkey says he doesn't know me but he's met me and talked countless times absolutely disgusting fuck fucking Berkey I didn't recognize your picture man I don't know you sure that's not just Efro? it might be Efro. <laughs> <laughs> it might it might wow. be it he just re- might be Efro. he returned your gallon water bottle to you too I mean this sounds like something Listen, that happened in 2008 and I we, can't be held accountable we gotta for just switch your name to Big Time Berkey yeah. Jesus Christ you just Big Time and everybody god damn it my apologies Zach <laughs> wow. I, I apologize we're just gonna bro. put up a hit damn. list behind um, Berkey it's like a whiteboard so, yeah. start with so Jason Coon got <laughs> heads up <laughs> Jason Coon got heads up in 100k yesterday um Shout out to him. Yeah. That's pain losing this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was an extra 100K on top, right? Yeah. Uh, he, he won a bracelet 
over did, the summer. Did he? I thought he did. I don't think. No. Oh, he, he didn't? May, well, he won the heads up two summers ago. Oh, that was two summers ago? Yeah. Were okay. you thinking of a different event? No, 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 no. I thought okay. it was. Okay. I could be wrong. I don't think he won a bracelet this summer. He may have made a final table. Though. No, he was going for a second one this time. So. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. Yeah, he won the heads up for sure two, two summers ago because last summer was um, Doug versus oh, yeah. someone else. Uh, I can't recall. Doug lost. I know that. Is it just me? And I don't want to be mean here. Cause sure. I don't oh, be mean. I don't want to be mean. Mm -hmm. uh, but is it cringy to anyone else in this room? Like when you hear the table talk of like Jason, like trying to figure out what to do in this last hand. I don't know. It was cringy. No, I, uh, I felt his pain actually. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, what do you do in a situation where your head's up, you have a hand that's supposed to stack off, but like, you're just very confident you're about to sacrifice first place and a bracelet. I mean, you get it. You fold big hands all the time. You face a pot and a half jam on the river and you have the one-liner. Like, what the fuck do you think you're up against? You're against 10-6, man. He knew it. He said it. Yep. A little context. It, feel, it feels bad, man. It feels real bad. So sick, you have a super straight? I have a straight, so I don't think I'm gonna fold, but I guess you just have 10-6. You have 10-6? I can't fold a straight, right? I just feel like you have a better straight than me, but I don't think I'm gonna fold. You have it, huh? Which one is it? It's 10-6, I think. Sick. You're never bluffing there. I might fold a straight, man. I really might. Started the hand with 20 big lines. I'm thinking about folding the straight. That's it's obnoxious, isn't it? I hope we're chopping. I don't think you're bluffing. Cool. Yeah. Good game. Yeah, it feels bad. It feels bad when you know, and you can't, you can't really do it. it like it, it was weird to watch him actually battle between the live version of himself, yeah, and the solver version, and the solver version <laughs> yeah. of himself, where he's just like, right. okay, well. I can't fold. I know I can't fold, but I also don't think that you have a fucking bluff here ever. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what usually wins when you're in that situation? The live version of yourself or the solver version? For 15 years, the live version. Yeah. yeah. How about like 15 lately? months? Exactly. For 15 months, I think I defer to. So I was actually yeah. just talking to a friend about this that plays in the game. You just randomize and. <laughs> no, no, no. Nothing like that. Solver or live? I was talking to a friend who plays in the game with me, and uh, she was saying that, like, she was giving me a hand history and she's like, yeah, I was just hand playing uh, that particular spot when it mm -hmm. came to sizing. And I was like, yeah, I know you do it all the fucking time. You did it to me twice in spots where uh, I saw through it and was too lazy to act on it because I had hands that like never, ever, ever give up. Um, and in both instances, it was just like immediately when the sizing came out, I was like, okay, this is X. You know, this is, this is an overpair uh I, I, like one spot I'll, I'll just tell the hand because uh her and i discussed it anyway so it's not a big deal but i i raise called um with seven six of clubs and it comes um queen ten six no queen ten seven uh rainbow in a three bet pot backdoor uh yeah i have a backdoor club draw so i check she bets like quarter i call uh turn is a uh, three of clubs okay uh, I check, 
and SPR is like three, maybe, maybe slightly less, probably slightly less. So like two and a half ish. Mm -hmm. She pots it. Oh, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, <sighs> yeah, this is just a pair. It's just a big pair. Mm -hmm. Always. Uh, like, always. Bluffs don't want to do this because there's no room to bluff river. Right. And, like, when you get jammed on, you want to die because you're getting laid, like, four and a half to one. Mm -hmm. So I, like, side call with my flush draw. And then the river pairs bottom pair. I check, and she jams for, like, 40% pot. And I'm just... Now, all of a sudden, I'm ignoring everything that I knew on the turn. <laughs> you're right. And I'm running through, like, okay, well, like, I unblock all the bluffs. Mm -hmm. uh, you know... This is the price I'm getting laid. Yeah, this is the price I'm getting laid. Yeah. Seven deuce would still want to bluff here <laughs> because, uh, you know, we're chopping. We call that mental gymnastics. Yeah, of course. It sounds like you're looking for a reason to call. But, well, there, there's an easy reason. It's just pot odds. Yeah, like, I'm just getting right. laid a stupid fucking right. price. Like, she ever has this, I have to call. Exactly. It's just like, yeah. if, if I see seven deuce here, I'm torching money by folding. Right. If I see see uh ace jack here of clubs right i'm torching money by folding like mm -hmm. whatever so i make a cry call and it's just like kings of course it's just fucking kings every time and i was like <laughs> i was like yeah like you you were you were just hand playing against me yeah and she's like oh you noticed and it's like yeah of course i fucking noticed you pick the sides on the turn it's just like can only be this small bucket of hands right uh and i'm just too lazy to just say like okay i have a pair and a flush draw but versus those hands like i'm probably breaking even at best and then i'm gonna you know, have to punt rivers. So like just fold. Yeah. Just fucking fold. Right. Because I don't want to go through the mental gymnastics of like being wrong and her having mm -hmm. ace jack of clubs. Yeah. And then having to fix whatever. It's it's, <laughs> it's silly, but uh I, I don't I don't exactly remember how we got on that mm -hmm. topic. Well it's with 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 Jason and his oh, hand yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's right, just right. like he's he's kind of going through that at the same time, right? He's just like he's like you just always have this hand. But I can't fold because I think that's, of this. I think that's what I take offense to. I think when he when he's like verbalizing out loud like what he's thinking, like he's essentially saying without saying like, look, you just don't have bluffs here. Like you're not capable. Yeah, but there's or a lot of boards. That's the way where, I'm interpreting. There's a lot of boards where even good players just struggle have, to find bluffs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that was a limp pot heads yeah. up. So like I'm mm -hmm. sure he can find plenty of 10x. Yeah, I don't think his bluff. intention was to say like, "Oh, you're just not good enough to have bluffs here, so I have to call." Like that wasn't what he right. Was it's saying. more so that's just not like, how I took it. It's probably not his intention. I'm just this is how I'm interpreting it. Yeah. Well, that's because you are coming careful. from an online cash. <laughs> <laughs> careful. You're coming from an online cash perspective where uh, every decision being made is chippy v. But like what he's speaking to is the context of the moment. They're heads up for a bracelet. Mm -hmm. It swings the match in the opposite direction. He doesn't necessarily have to be bluffing in what would otherwise be a relatively small pot. So it's like what he's really speaking to is like there's a low probability that you have the commitment to the portion of your range that bluffs as you would to the portion of your range that's just nuts on a one-liner where I'm putting money in twice, right? Like, you're almost certainly betting into two-pair plus there uh, when you bet the turn, get called, and then, you know, choose to go for the all-in. Like, your, your point there is to try to make two-pair indifferent. So, finding hands... Uh, oh, that's, that's uh, a strong read. Coldboy said, uh, Masashi literally will tell you the truth if you ask him sometimes and it gives away a ton whenever you talk to him. So it's like, that's the other reason. Um, Live tells. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but like the perspective that I was trying to give is that it's difficult when you have two signals and uh, you're unsure which one's the noise. Yeah. Right? So it's like, 
in in my hand that I'm giving the example to, the true signal is reading into the sizing as being hand played and recognizing that it means exactly what you think it means. Uh, the noise then becomes how the solver would react. But uh, if you aren't sensitive to live stuff, then the signal is actually how the solver would react and you're just treating the sizing as, as noise. So it's, it's difficult sometimes to separate the two and sometimes you can get it right on one street and then second guess yourself on the next mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, I recognized that I'm up against a specific subset of the range because of uh, the mechanics that have taken place. And then the next card comes out and you just start to revert back to, but the solver says, right? Mm -hmm. So you fall victim to the noise. It sounds like we have uh, two in the muck segments today. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it's kind of like you, you're at this dilemma of like, this is what I'm supposed to do, but this is what I'm seeing in real time. And thing, how to, how the, to, Balance I think Doug is actually pretty good about this in the mm -hmm. sense that he just always ignores the live thing because he doesn't trust it. Yeah. So for him, that's just always noise and the solver <laughs> will always be the signal. Mm -hmm. And you'll do fine that way. Like, even though I make an error because I have extra information here, yeah. uh, in theory, my call is probably breaking even, right? In practice, it's probably losing, but it's losing small. So it's like, for me, I just hold myself to a higher accountability to the live stuff that I'm sensitive to because I think I have more of an ability there right. than I am to play perfectly like a solve and it feels lazy but the times that I get lazy is when it's for small amounts right like I think I was facing like 6, 6k river bet and it's like okay well I'm gonna win and lose 6k every five hands that I play <laughs> right so like let me just appease my curiosity here and confirm that I was in fact right on the turn and now I'm making an error mm -hmm. um, and yeah give, it's, give it's, me 3000 and I'll tell you wrong Oh. <laughs> 50 percent discount yeah. i'm gonna tell you i'll pay six to not trust your reads man <laughs> that's a good one yeah. that's that's true i would i would go, i would go so broke folding every time you want me to fold <laughs> you don't know what face equity is like buddy right. uh, speaking of face equity garrett's back <laughs> Nice. Well done, sir. Uh, beautiful uh, bastard's going to yeah. be uh, re-emerging in the live game streets, or the live stream streets, I should say. Um, we kind of briefly touched on this on Friday, but a lot more has been announced since then. So after our show ended, WPT tweeted out that he was going to be making uh, his appearance this coming Friday, uh, December 15th, I in a 300-600. You want to roll it? Let's fucking roll it. All right. I'm obsessive about poker playing my very best every session, every hand, every street. I'll be giving the fans a little of that. It's just a matter of when. Garrett oh, is too smart for that shit. Oh, a snap call. Wow. Garrett. Showing that he's a beast. Once again, Garrett playing on a clinic all day today. Oh, that was just a, just another just another perfect play. <laughs> Damn, what a promo! It's too much. <laughs> it's a lot. At least, it's, dude, I'm happy my boy Santosh is in there. At least it's good. 
Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just so dramatic. This I mean, is the, this is the new era we're in. I mean, you saw Game of Gold, right? With all the dramatic music. This yeah. is this is the new world we live in. Poker is dramatic. Uh, honestly, it wasn't the, the music that, that I, I didn't care for the music, but that wasn't what I thought was over dramatic. It was like the the like morphed Garrett voice. Like it sounded like Garrett AI yeah, almost. Yeah. Like hitting these mm-hmm. these platitudes of like I'm gonna give the fans what they want. It's like, all right, man. I mean, listen, man, this is great. The real thing is, let's play it up. Let's do it. Burke isn't happy right now. Why am I not happy? Because you've made a lot of money in the last two years that Garrett hasn't been in the game. Mm. Yeah, it's every every time you sit with your boy Garrett, you know, it's like he's fucking stealing from you. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's true, but I, (laughs) I certainly am. When the fuck did we play last? Him oh, and I played. Is this Kings? No, no. We played Hustler with Ivy and Durr. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that was nice to see him be human. That that two days in a row, he got whacked hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, ran incredibly bad. Didn't you make a shitload? Yeah, I did really well. So did Lucky. Lucky won like half a million. <laughs> Shout out to Lucky. R.I.P. Lucky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mr. Unlucky. Uh, yeah, he made like a half a million in that game and then found a way to dust it all off getting chopped up by fucking Sovereign and and uh Sean Perry. Yeah. You talking the, about Chewy? No, no, no. no. Lucky. <laughs> it's like the fifth time you've asked if it was Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the fifth time I've asked. We this. were just talking about it in uh mm-hmm. one of the group chats the other day and you were like, Chewy? Yeah. Not That's only lucky I know. We would always well first we would just say Chewy, but yeah. Um, it's never, it's never just lucky. It's either lucky, chewy or chewy. Anyway, sure. neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I don't know if we've played since then. Uh, I'm trying to think if we played together on poker go at all, but I don't think, I think he just played high stakes poker, uh, that summer prior to Jack four, which I wasn't on. Um, maybe we played at the bike once or twice when, when Bally's live popped up. But anyway, uh, neither here nor there. He's, he's making a, a short stint here in Vegas. It looks like Bally's is going to be Wednesday. WPT is Friday. I'm wondering if anybody's going to throw a bid in for, for Thursday. These lineups are... T- the thing is, is like... Um, these lineups are kind of tough to put together. It's it's not as easy as it once was to get 200, 400 plus action. So it looks like Bally's is running 2-4 on Wednesday. I don't know what the full lineup is, but... Confirmed is 100k buy-in, Garrett, uh, person, Antonio, um, or not Antonio, Antonius rather. Um, those are the only three confirmed. But Santos is playing Friday, so I assume he'll also play Wednesday. Nice. God, my, I hope my guy's not going to miss. I that, really hope they figure out their fucking stream for Bally's because the last one was. Hard. I mean, the shots well, are great. They're everything. not going to have 12 tables running in the background. Yeah, I guess you know. There was so much background noise, and it was just like it was absurd. Yeah, hopefully they get. It I'm together. not sure what they're planning on doing there. Uh, the little bit that I've I've kind of heard come up the pipe is that they're going to run uh, like a feature game like this selectively. Okay. So I don't think they're going to be a daily stream any longer. I think they're just going to be more of a, a focus stream. Are they opening a poker room? That I have no idea. Person will have to make it a, a future announcement on that the last update that he publicly said was that they hit a snag um and i don't know if that snag is the a's coming in and <laughs> obliterating kind the casino a, kind but of a snag that that may yeah. be part of it um 
so yeah, I, I'll, I'll be curious to see like what this rolls into. Um, you know, uh, Live at the Commerce is going to be launching soonish. I'm not sure when, but sooner than later. Garrett's still in LA. Makes a lot of sense for him to find his way into those streams. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they start building around him similarly to the way that Live at the Bike originally did. Maybe he now becomes the rival to HCL. Wow, I love to see it. HCL just gets crushed by Garrett. Do, oh, they do, do you think that that ends up being the end result? Yes. I mean, I think that HCL was built by Garrett. It was. And I think that Garrett is a draw to a certain extent. He is. And I think that people don't have loyalty to HCL as one would think. I mostly Mm. agree with that as well. I don't know if I agree with that one. Well, I don't agree when it comes to like Airball and the crew, but go on. Yeah, but I think that... You got to be part of the family, bro. Of course. I mean, the HCL loyal loyal family. Right. You know. Um, But yeah, I, I think that... I hope that um, they crush them. If it's in the same time slot, I think I'd be willing to gamble on G-Man. So here's my reason for support, not supporting, but why if I had to put my money up, I would bet on Hustler. Uh, I didn't expect you to say this. Well, I mean, G-Man helped build Live at the Bike and Hustler for sure, and he was absolutely the biggest draw. But look at the landscape over the last 18 months or maybe the last 15 months. Uh, It's not about putting skill on display. It's about putting gamble out there. And even prior to Jack 4, HCL was having a difficult time filling seats for 200-400. They've had no difficulty since Garrett left. I think that that becomes an issue for both Live at Commerce and uh, Garrett when it comes to being competitive. You're saying it's harder that to fill seats when Garrett's sitting there because people don't want to play with him? Not even just Garrett sitting there, but more specifically, uh, it's it, the, the player pool for people who can play that big is very small, and Hustler mm-hmm. has a stranglehold on it. Uh, WPT right. could so just There's just not enough people to pull from. I mean, look at the game that WPT just put on on Sunday that was 200-400. It was seven young crushers. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, who was the whale? There wasn't one. Right. Right? Like, that's, that's the biggest difference, I think. Um... HCL still has people to build around. I don't know how well uh, Live at Commerce is going to be able to compete by pulling in recreationals. Mm -hmm. But I will say if Garrett is now in a situation where he's going to reg battle four days a week, even twice a week, right? Like if if this is just going to come down to anyone who has the money that wants to sit and is willing to take on G-Man... I'm fu- as a viewer, like oh, I'm, I'm locked yeah, in for sure. That'd be fun. Absolutely to watch. locked in. Yeah, I right? hope they run every single day at the same time slot. Like, Does that mean you're throwing yeah. your hat in the ring? I would definitely play some. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's not the most convenient thing in the world for me to travel to LA to play only one stake higher than what I'm currently playing in a tough lineup. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, I'll I'll absolutely go, but <laughs> it's not going to be like I'll become Andy where I'm just there four every days day. a week. Right. You got a podcast to run. Wow. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Conrad does. Look how dismissive, look how dismissive he was true. of us just now, Brian. Mm-hmm. Conrad does do a fantastic job. I, I just wanted to remind everyone that, you know, Conrad is uh, the goddamn really best. Steering the ship, you know? you know? He's the man in charge. Mm-hmm. We already know this sidekick. You captain, have, my captain. You don't have to, you know, pat me on the back here. The people know what goes on. Bro, this never ends well you for you. You got a sidekick? This never ends well for you, all right? Um, 
let's uh let's finish off with uh one final thing that i guess has been floating around so it looks as though something happened at the mgm here in las vegas there was a winter poker challenge and it looked like i, I guess what i'm unsure of uh, based off of tony burns's uh message what you need to know is if the event already took place no it okay. Was the events coming on the back side of the main event. I see. And they just basically, I think it was, uh, I, I talked to him last night, man. I can't remember the exact number, but it was between 20 and 80K. It was no bigger than 80 and no less than 20 that they took off the guarantees for the back end tournaments. And basically he just said, hey, I'm not going to be involved with this. Wow. Okay. So it came full circle. Yeah. Uh, so now Tony's basically saying, I just received a phone call from MGM Grand. All the guarantees on the 11 a.m. trophy events for the Winter Poker Challenge are being reinstated to the original amounts. Also, the 500k guarantee on the main event will be honored in full. After a pause this morning, Day 1A officially got underway at 4 p.m. and late registration is open till 1 a.m. I'll be back on the floor for 1B, 11, 10 a.m. and the rest of the series through the 20th. Please come show your support. Now, this is off the back end of him putting a message out the day before that basically said, I regret to inform everybody that I'm stepping away from... Uh, handling floor duties at MGM. I don't support the fact that they've changed their guarantees. Yep. And, uh, you know, something that's very important to him as uh, an operator on the Moneymaker Tour is that you hold these houses accountable to to these amounts. Uh, and then Sean McCormick put out a tweet, I believe it was yesterday, which I'm guessing is uh, probably the other end of that phone call. Yep. He said, <laughs> <laughs> our winner poker challenge at MGM Grand Poker will move forward with the guarantees unchanged. We are committed to poker, our players, and the growth of the game we all love. Please come out and show your support. So I think that, uh, you know, sometimes this stuff gets a little bit messy. And uh, whether it takes a public call out or, you know, just a little bit of time for cooler heads to prevail, they did ultimately get it right. Yep. I think that that should be noted. I also think that for you guys who are out there grinding small stake tournaments, sounds like there's a fucking overlay in the making. Yeah. You yeah. know? Uh, so it, I, I don't, what's, what's the buy-in for the main? Do you 1700. know? 1700 Okay, 1700 500K guarantee. Looks like day 1B is today or tomorrow? Uh, day 1A tomorrow. was yesterday. Yeah, oh. so today. Yeah, I think day one it was yesterday. Okay, so yeah. So it looks like one B is today. Sounds like, you know, those guys in corporate are sweating the guarantee a little bit. If you want a little bit of an overlay, you know, maybe a rake free event, maybe even a little bit uh extra ROI. MGM seems like a great spot. More mm -hmm. importantly, I think uh Tony Burns deserves a round of applause. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we appreciate it, Tony. He, 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 that's he stood up for the players. Way to do it, Tony. Uh, <laughs> stand up for the players, guys. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. Uh, honestly, it is nice. It, it's uh, it's something that probably doesn't get enough credit or call out whenever it happens, um, because I think that it's it's becoming an issue or not an issue. Uh, it's becoming um, a thing where, with, I, I guess like social media poker twitter etc um it, it tends to just be negativity that gets amplified right so these stories tend to only come out whenever something bad happens yeah uh and oftentimes it's players who are complaining right uh so in a lot of instances it basically just like becomes a story because it catches fire on twitter and then we talk about it and then it becomes this whole players versus operators type of debate. Mm -hmm. It's nice to see somebody like Tony, who's in a power position in these situations, running the floors, operating the Moneymaker Tour, step up, kind of say like, hey, this isn't right. You know, you got to do right by our players type of thing. Sean doing his best 
stepping in as as the uh the overseer of all mgm saying i agree we're gonna make it right let's move on um you know i think that there's i think it's important to shine a light on when that happens too yeah you know it's Absolutely. not it's not just about getting it wrong but correcting course is pretty important all right, that's going to do it for us. Today is day 1A of the WPT main event. You're down there? You're in it? I'm going to max late rich today. Okay. Right. I got some cash to play, but that's Landon fine. is down there in the mix. You won't see him until he bags. He has to be there on time like mm -hmm. a good little boy. Well, he's going to bag tonight, so we'll see in the That's morning. right. Uh, don't forget that you still have a couple days to sign up for the Academy at a discount. $500 off if you sign up before December 15th. We do have one coming up January 15th through the 17th few seats are still available for that one. There's also an, uh, an MTT Academy in May, as well as two cash academies, one in March and one in May. Uh, be sure to check that out. Check out the store, the merch store. Don't forget to show us a little bit of love. And we'll be coming with a lot of WPT updates over the next few days. I'm mm -hmm. going to max weight reg tonight if I don't bag. We're just going to do the same thing every single day thereafter. We're in 300K there, baby. free roll at the Jewel updates as well. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, oh, yeah. Brian won't be here tomorrow. He has more important things to do. Kind of a free 40K. 40 dimes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Stay safe out there, kids. Later, squad. Don't fold any full houses. We'll see you guys all tomorrow, 11 a.m. Pacific. Peace. Peace.